0: In our Christmas story, we have many characters. All of them are important. All of them don't proclaim about themselves, but all of them point finger to Jesus. Finger point to Jesus. And one of them who did it very powerfully is John the Baptist he was sent exclusively to introduce jesus to us he his position or he is called to be the forerunner the one who went before jesus and prepared the way for him john the baptist and jesus uh, were cousins john was born six months before jesus both of them had different lifestyles john has come to prepare the way for jesus how did he prepare the way for jesus through his lifestyle through his preaching through uh, giving baptism, by giving baptism. In his ministry, we see him bringing a movement, a movement of repentance. He brought awareness among the people, a big awareness that repentance is the way. And his preaching was so powerful so in our topic this morning is on repentance what is repentance repenting from what what why should we repent why I cannot continue with my present lifestyle how do we live a life of repentance? These are all the questions that I want to raise as we meditate on this topic, repentance. Isaiah prophesied about John. He said he is the voice of the wilderness, voice from the wilderness. Prepare the way for the Lord. Make his paths straight this is a prophecy by isaiah john is the voice from wilderness from the desert we can ask this question can anything good come from the wilderness can anything can come can anything come from the desert why it is all because desert means lonely um, no life and uh, uh, no entertainment what is good in the wilderness reuben williams the former archbishop of canterbury says uh, in fact he refers desert as a laboratory, laboratory sorry laboratory what is laboratory of the spirit you are being confronted and you are being uh, revealed who you are and revelation takes place in the wilderness that's what he says someone very beautifully said wilderness experience means revelation which leads to revolution it's a revelation and that leads to revolution this is what exactly we see in the life of john the baptist why his clothing is mentioned why his food habits are mentioned in this particular uh, 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 passage it is all because he lived with bare minimum he did not spend time on how to live his life comfortably but he lived his life hundred percent dedicated to the lord what was available even what was available he was not interested he chose what is good for him so that he can sustain his life in the wilderness and that he would pre he would pray plead and ask god what a powerful ministry he did not go to people he stood in the wilderness and people came to him people came from jerusalem a religious center Pharisees and all religious leaders came to him from all judea people who lived beyond the river jordan came to him it is all because of his powerful prayer life he lived in a very simple uh, life and he pleaded the lord so that revelation brought revolution to him uh, to to us so we cannot ignore the experience of wilderness if you read the old testament particularly the prophets they all talk about the wilderness experience hosea spoke of wilderness as a place where God spoke tenderly to his people. Israel was going away from God. And Hosea prophesied that they are going to go for the wilderness experience. They are going to go for exile. There God is going to talk to them tenderly. There God is going to reveal himself. God is going to move them out of their comfort zone. That's where God is going to reveal. So wilderness experience was sought by the prophets in the Old Testament. Israel was born in the wilderness. They were in slavery for 400 years. Now they moved out of slavery and in the wilderness God shaped them god revealed himself to them a new nation called israel was formed in the wilderness recently i read a son's testimony he thought that his mother's death will take him away from god but it happened exactly the opposite during this cruel cruel tragedy he felt the God's call in his life and he was brought closer to God. We cannot take the wilderness experience lightly. This is going to take you to God. This is where you are going to be revealed about who is God. This is where you are going to be confronted and that is going to revolutionize you god reveals himself to us in the wilderness experience john lived in the wilderness to prepare the way of the lord he is not a security god nor a body God of a political leader he was not a bodyguard of our lord jesus he came as the forerunner i have seen the political leaders and their gods and security gods. Uh, I'm from a land where we have politicians everywhere. Uh, India is known for unique politicians. And these politicians are always guarded by the security gods, the personal gods. They don't allow anybody to come near to the political leader. They keep the political leader away from the people. They are not at all, uh, you know, uh, uh, want to see anyone coming closer to them. They take people away from uh, the political leader. That's not the way John the Baptist did, no, not at all. He ran before Jesus so that the, way, the, 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 the road can be uh, made clear. He did it very beautifully. He said, let me stoop down, let me bend down so that Jesus can be seen. Let me decrease, let him increase. I should not stand in the way of Jesus. Let me hide myself, let Jesus be seen. He came to prepare the way for the Lord and he did not come Uh, in the center, hiding Jesus. In fact, he moved out so that Jesus can be seen. He introduced beautifully Jesus to his uh, people. I'm not the one whom you should should be looking for. The one who comes behind me is greater than uh, I. And he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and the fire. I am baptizing you only by water. The one who comes after me is important. And if you have to come to him, then repentance is the only way. Repentance. And his preaching was very simple, he was not standing and giving a long lecture in the wilderness. People came to him not to see him, how he lived there. People came to him not to see him, uh, his uh, uh, lifestyle or his clothing. They came to him because he has the message. Repent for the kingdom of God or kingdom of heaven has come closer, has come near. The kingdom of heaven, kingdom of God, both are... They both are the same. I'm not going to go there. He is talking about God who has come near to us. Now you come back and turn to him. What does he mean when he says repent? Now, before I go to that, let's talk a little bit about what is kingdom of God or what is kingdom of heaven? Kingdom of heaven is God's rule which is brought to us. God's rule not in the geographical sense, God's rule in our hearts. Kingdom of heaven has come closer. Kingdom of God has come near. That means God's presence has come. God has come. And he is wanting to rule in your hearts. Give way for him so that he can enter into your life. His presence is very real now because of Jesus' uh, birth. He is now with us. So repent and prepare the way to come to Jesus. The only way, as I said a little earlier, is repenting. What do we mean by repentance? When we use the word repent, immediately it goes to our minds that we should be sitting and crying. We should be sitting and mourning over our past mistakes. We should be uh, putting ashes on our uh, heads. We should put sackcloth and sack and cry. That's not what we read from this passage. The New Testament Greek, uh, the Greek word in the New Testament is metanoia. What is metanoia? Metanoia means change of mind, a new way of thinking, a new way of seeing. Metanoia means the journey of a new path of changing one's mind, heart, self, and the uh, way of life. What do I mean by that? What do I mean is metanoia, you change your direction. You change the way you were thinking. You are thinking differently. Someone said, "Repent to repent is not to feel bad, but to think differently. You are thinking differently, and therefore you are going to act differently. Think differently. Why? Jesus has come, Savior has come, God's rule has come, kingdom of heaven has come. Now you start thinking differently. And when you start thinking differently, that will also be shown in action. You will act differently. I read about uh, uh, this lady called Edith Eger. I think I'm saying her name correctly. She wrote a book called The Choice. The Choice. She is in her nineties. She was born in Hungary, Hungary. She was taken into Nazi uh, consecration, a uh, concentration camp in 1944, concentration camp. She was one of the survivors of the uh, concentration camp, and she was released and went to, uh, she migrated to America. During uh, staying in America, she did psychology and she gathered uh, all the uh, survivors of Nazi uh, concentration camp. So she interviewed them and she wrote this beautiful book the choice what she says is very interesting all survived had one thing common we had no control on our past experiences but we had the power to determine how we how our experience Uh, can be changed Or, 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 or what she says is that the choice is ours. We can dwell in the past and thinking about the difficulties that we had gone through or we can now change the present life enriching, rewarding. We have the choice. That's the reason the book is called The Choice. I'll read, I'll I'll quote what she said very beautifully. You can live in the prison of the past or you can let your past be the springboard that helps you reach the life you want now. What do you want to do with your past? Are Are you wanting to dwell in the past? That's not going to help. You have the choice. Now you make your life rich. Now you make your life interesting. And John the Baptist says, because Jesus has come, we have that option. We don't need to dwell in the past. We don't need to uh, cry over the mistakes that we have committed. Think differently, act differently, Follow Jesus. John, in fact, very beautifully says, turn around, turn around. What does that mean? Repent. Repent means turn around. Earlier, we were running away from God. We lived as if there is no God. We said God is not available, therefore we were running as, ever, as we like. But now he says, turn around. You are going away. You are running away. Take a U-turn. Now run towards God. God is here. Don't run away. Repentance. Put a full stop. Stop. Take a U-turn. Run towards God. We lit the second candle today. The first candle when we lit, we said, it's called prophecy candle candle of hope when jesus came that gave us the hope now we are waiting for the greater hope the second coming of our lord jesus we call it we called it prophecy candle because the prophets and the patriarchs and all the old testament characters kept the hope alive about the coming of our Lord Jesus, the first coming of our Lord Jesus. Now we still keep the hope alive for the second coming of our Lord Jesus. Today we lit the second candle and we call it Bethlehem candle, candle of faith. Bethlehem is, when we talk about uh, Jesus' birth, we talk about several journeys Mary and Joseph journeyed to Bethlehem. Shepherds journeyed to Bethlehem. The wise men journeyed to Bethlehem. Why did they journey? They journeyed uh, to see Lord Jesus. Candle of faith. We believe in Jesus. In faith, we turn towards him. Not from our You know, taking a U-turn, turning towards him and we walk to him, candle of faith. John very clearly says here, you have no many options. Either you turn or burn. You turn yourself and come to the Lord or you will be put in unquenchable fire. Very powerful uh, teaching turn or burn you turn to come to the lord or you burn yourself can i say that i do not need to repent can i you have any you know i have been a christian i have been born christian uh, i have been a minister i have been Uh, uh, there in the ministry for some more time uh, for for, for some time so I shouldn't be repenting should I say that Israelites had the similar idea we were born in the family of Abraham we have all the traditions with us why are you talking us uh, why are you talking to us why are you wanting, wanting us to repent are we saying that and um john is saying john the baptist is saying god can create many children in the line of abraham that's that's not difficult but god has come to seek you don't carry your old views think differently He wants you to repent and come to Him. When you repent, He has already revealed you, revealed Himself to you. Now when you repent, you will be revolutionized. Beautifully, John preached. So we cannot carry our credits. This is my credit. This is where my strength. No, that's not of any use. That's what John is saying. You need to be repenting and coming to the Lord. We cannot say that I don't need to repent. No time in my life I can say that I don't need to repent. As long as I live on this earth, I need to be repenting. The work to complete myself is continuing. It's a preparation. It's continuing. When Jesus comes, that's where he's going to complete the work. We have been now watching football. Football is a very interesting game. Messi cannot say that I don't need to do, I don't, I don't need to correct myself anymore. If he does it, he will not go forward in playing. We need to be correcting, we need to be changing. That's the message John brought. Make the path straight to Jesus. That maybe some, uh, somewhere it is low, somewhere it is high, make it straight. Jesus is available, make your path straight to him. You know, sometimes we justify. We justify sin uh, saying that, that that's, that's fine. We consider sin as our weakness. That is unacceptable. A person came to the pastor and told the pastor, Pastor, I have a complaint against you. You call us sinner, 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 and you call us repent, repent, repent. You know, that's not the way you should treat us. It is disrespectful. You are not respecting us. The pastor was fussled, why are you saying that? What's the problem? Then this man opened up and asked, you know, when, when, a, when a blind man comes, what do you call him? Do you call him blind man? No, we call him visually challenged. Okay, that's good. And if a, if a lame man comes, if a person with walking difficulty comes, what do you say? We say physically challenged. If somebody is not good in his mental health, what do you call him mentally challenged? And you give them respect, you give them dignity. I have problem with my moral life. Why don't you call me morally challenged and leave me? I have problem in in my ethics. My sense of ethics is not good. Why don't you call me ethically challenged and give me my space? In the church, are we not justifying our sin as weakness? John is calling us and saying, repent, come to the Lord, come to the Lord. Another way we justify is that we have got time. We have got time. Why we should be hurrying? You must have read this book written by C.S. Lewis the screw tape letters very beautiful book there are 31 letters in that book this book is about a senior writing to a junior devil the senior devil is called screw tape the junior devil is called wormwood the first letter which is very interesting the first letter the screw tape is writing to the junior devil. In these letters, all, uh, all the people are mentioned as patients. So the, the Satan, the, the devil has got patients in this world. So these patients are being treated by uh, these uh, devils. So screw tape talks about his patient. And his patient is an atheist, a sound atheist. For 20 years, he has been taking care of this atheist. And Screwtape is telling that learned from my experience to the worm, worm wo, wood. One day, this patient was uh, in the British Museum. That's his regular uh, place to go for reading. While he was reading, a train of thought came to his patient. And that thought was leading him to faith. Now, screw tape thought, it's dangerous. Screw tape thought, he is entering into the enemy area. Enemy means God's area. So immediately he should be taken away from that area. If he dwells in that zone... That's a battle zone. Enemy will win. Enemy will win immediately because his arguments are strong. So Screwtape thought it is not wise. It is not wise to defend an argument here. It is not to raise any more further argument. He has to be immediately removed from there. So Screwtape gave him an idea. Oh, look at your watch. Now it's time to go for meal, lunch. Go to lunch. It's a very serious thought, yes. You should go for lunch. And after lunch, you can come and continue. The patient yielded to his idea and he went out of the uh, museum and now screw tape writes, now the battle was won when i saw him in the street the battle was won we cannot justify anything we cannot justify our weakness we cannot justify saying that i am very busy i have got time D. L. moody very beautifully said i want to read and close it if god's today if god's today is too soon for your repentance Your tomorrow may be too late for God's acceptance. Turn or burn. May the dear Lord help us. Amen.